0: Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Don't forget, you can follow her on Facebook at The Greyhound Girl. Hi everyone. On this episode of the podcast, I catch up with a true legend of Hunter Valley Greyhound Racing, Ronnie Asquith, who at last Friday evening at Maitland got a winning double with his talented Chasers Scramjet and Garden Party. We have a chat about how pleased he was with their efforts, what his plans are for them next, how he got involved in Greyhound Racing and of course some helpful advice for anybody looking to pick up the lead and collar. I hope you enjoy this episode. Firstly, start with we'll go back to to Maitland on Friday night. A winning double for yourself. You must have been wrapped with uh with how your two two little ones went. We'll start with Scream Jet. I mean, you know what a little performer she's been. Twenty two thirty five. You must have been wrapped with her performance. Oh, I
1: watched him. The yeah, atmosphere. It was. A, it was a- it was a good run because she didn't begin all that good off the five, but railed through good and got it to the line. She's a great chaser, so uh, I was real pleased.
0: 22.35. Did um did that time surprise you at all?
1: No, no, not really. She, she always goes pretty well, maybe She actually, um, I think she's won. She might have won three over the 400 at mate. No. But she always performs good. Yeah.
0: Yep. What are your plans for her now? We're going to take her next.
1: Um, I'll I'll put her in the heats of the Easter egg on next Saturday
0: night. Oh, excellent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very exciting. She,
1: she's one seven in town, so. Yep. Um, no, she goes good there.
0: Hoping for an inside draw.
1: I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: No, nah, fingers crossed. Going back to when uh, when she won the Collison back in January, that must have been a massive thrill for for you and the family. Yeah, it's it
1: certainly was, mate. It was real, but that was that's probably the best race I've ever won. Yeah.
0: She had box one, but she was paying eleven dollars. But did you give her a chance um, that night? Uh,
1: yeah, I I wasn't overconfident because I don't think you can ever get overconfident when you get to win but But um, she races good there; she likes it, and she nailed the start, and that was it. So yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: No, very good. What um, what would it yep. mean to you to? I mean, obviously, it's a three week series, the Easter Egg. It's you know, it's pretty tough, but you know, it'd be a massive thrill for yourself, I guess, just to you know progress through to the semis and then hopefully make a final with her.
1: That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yep. Is that a it's, race? It's a, it's a big ask, but... Uh,
0: yeah. Uh,
1: no, she, she races good at so uh, If I got through to the semis, I'd be pretty happy, I think.
0: <laughs> what would you do with uh, the 300000 prize money? That'd be nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd,
1: I'd most probably give it to my family and let them enjoy it.
0: <laughs> It'd be a big party?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah nice nice now going on to um to garden party won the uh the middle distance series over the 565 and again a great run
1: yeah she's she's got a lot of ability garden party but uh you, you just sort of got to wait till the right party turns up sometimes <laughs> she's a little she can be a little bit that way but uh no, she she always trials good at Maitland. she likes Maitland but we were just hoping that she'd come out because we knew if she'd come out she'd run a big race, so Yep. Oh, no, it was good
0: it was good. So the time wouldn't have surprised you then, thirty one seventy two? Oh, no, it
1: never surprised me. I love that. No. Yeah. Uh, she can she can run a bit of time, yeah.
0: Yep. What um what are you planning on doing with her next?
1: Uh, there's there's heaps of a, of a fifth grade race on uh, uh, next Friday, work at Gardens.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: so, I'll I'll take it down and give it a run in that. yeah.
0: Yep, yep. No, very good, yep. very good. Now, take yep. me back. Take me back to the start of your your training career. How did you first fall in love with greyhound racing? Where did it all start for you?
1: Well, I, I kicked off helping me father and. Uh, uh, we lost him when he was only 49. He got killed coming home from work. Oh, wow. But, uh, I used to help him with the dogs. And um, And uh, I, I, I kicked off Betty, the wife, uh, nearly, nearly 70 years. Yep. Um, she, she bought me a, a pup for Christmas and uh, a little bit we, we called uh, Candy Spots. Yep. I think uh, I think she, she won 12 races. She was a good little bitch at, at uh, Beaumont Park in them days. Oh, yep. And I, I just sort of, I kicked off, trained for myself in uh, 1965.
0: Wow. So. Plenty of experience. Yeah, what um?
1: I've, I've, I've met a lot of, I've met a lot of great people in the dog game.
0: Yeah, well, I was going to say you've probably um, you know, had some some good mentors and people to sort of bounce ideas off. Is there sort of you know a couple of key things about training well, greyhounds that's always stuck with you? Well. <laughs>
1: Oh, great mates with Donnie Sutton and and uh, his his father-in-law Mick Cox, and uh, they were good dog people. And you you just sort of learn as you go along. And and uh, um, me great old mate Duncan Dart, he come uh, he came down from uh, Grand Ray and moved his family down to Newcastle and... We were, we were we were great nice.
0: Yep. And
1: uh, um, I uh uh went on to when I retired at sixty I helped out at the, the uh the Red Straight Track. I'm a life member out there and uh, uh, I was there helping them for, well, with the trials for 20 years until my eyesight started to fail. And I finished up with macular degeneration and uh, I had to hand my driver's license in. So I, I rely a lot on my wife, Betty.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: What's...
0: Um... Uh, no... Uh,
1: we, we, we're, wrong. we're going good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, you yeah. got two handy girls. That's for sure.
1: And um, Mark and Mel Davidson, they, they've been they've been terrific to me.
0: Yep, they were. Um, they were pretty uh, excited on uh, on I, Friday I night.
1: I'd be lost without it, Debbie. Yep, it. They, they're great people.
0: They were um they were pretty excited for you, mate, little on Friday too, weren't they?
1: Yeah, Davey. He always he always gives you a hard time, but he's great, right <laughs> <Yeah>. mate. <laughs>
0: What have you um what have you passed down on to him in terms of advice? I'm sure he he leans on you for for plenty of uh, words of wisdom has there been anything in particular you've, well, you've told well, him
1: well we kicked off and when Mark first kicked off I used to help him. I used to check his dogs for him yep and I uh, now, now went on second opinion I get mark to check mine so yep <laughs> that's it, worked out good that way but he uh, he's he's a great trainer my my graveson
0: yep you must have um well you you must have been any,
1: to anyone that could train 100 winners last year he's up with the best
0: oh definitely yeah yep. definitely did you um? You went to the grand uh, grand of the year awards with him at um, yeah, in Sydney. That must course. have been a nice day.
1: That, oh, that was a great day.
0: See um, him get up and get his award.
1: I did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, very good. What yeah, um? Yeah. What, uh, like, obviously, you know, we touched on the fact that, um, you know, your girl Screamjet's going to go in the Easter Egg series. Other than the Easter Egg, is there any other race you'd you'd love to win as a trainer?
1: Oh, not really. No, I, I just like to keep on like I'm going along. Yep. I've got, I've got two good owners, um, uh, Graham Smith and his wife, and they're great owners, and. No, we've, we've had a fair bit of luck. We're going good.
0: Yep. Have you got any other dogs um, at the No, only
1: the, I've only got the two. Just but the two? Graham, hasn't, uh, Graham Smith, uh, he's just purchased a couple of pups, very nice pups, by the American dog, Bernardo.
0: Oh, yep.
1: So, yeah, they're, they're only about four or five months old, but, see, they're nice pups.
0: Yep, yep. No, so, lovely. No, that's exciting. Um, what yep. have you found to be the hardest thing about about training grounds? Obviously, you know, finding good ones is always a bit of a challenge, but is there anything in particular that, um, you know, is a bit challenging about training them that you've found over the years?
1: Oh, I don't know. It was, it's a bit different now than it used to be years ago when we first kicked off, but, um, oh, no, it just... Like you said, you just got to hope the good ones come along—one <laughs> with plenty of ability.
0: Yep, that's right. But, uh,
1: um, no, mate, I, I'm eighty-six, and um, i I've, i think if I um, if I had my life over, I don't think I'd change too much. Yep. I got a good uh, a good wife. I got a good family. So, I I, I just think I'm a lucky bloke. <laughs> For sure. I, I look at I look at some other poor fellows and I think I'm not too bad off after all. You know, when you look at some poor luggers.
0: Yeah. Yep. yep. no, definitely. Have you changed much? Like, do you sort of still train and feed them now similar to what, you know, like you said you did sort of back in the day? Have you changed much with your training regime?
1: No, not not much, Tim. But, um, oh, I've always been pretty fussy about their weight and I always try to keep your dogs at their right weight.
0: And- yep.
1: You know, exercise them when they when they need it, and, and uh, no, it's a great sport. Grae, and, and at present, they're going real good. So I just hope I could potter along for a little bit longer here.
0: Yep, <laughs> keep getting winners.
1: <laughs> I hope so, dear. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, hopefully, you're getting um, you're getting a nice egg in a few weeks' time.
1: Oh, <laughs> it'd be good, wouldn't it? Yep. <laughs>
0: I'll uh, I'll be bugging you for a photo. That's for sure.
1: All right, love. Well, that's no worries.
0: <laughs> after, obviously, you know, after the Easter Egg series, you know, are you, what are you, are you still planning to to keep her going, Scramjet, for a little bit, and then obviously, you know, she'll be a, a pretty handy brood bitch um, as well when she finishes up.
1: I think they'd be both good brood bitches. Uh, garden party, a lot of ability, and. Uh... I don't, I just don't think we've, we've seen the best of her yet. So I'm hoping the penny drops with her and, uh, she's won one in town that, uh, she's, she's got plenty of ability and she's strong. So it's, it's a good sign. She's won 10 races. So she's been pretty handy.
0: Do you um do you think she'll go any further than six hundred, or is that her um is that her best distance?
1: Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say she'd get much further than six hundred, but she'd get a strong six. She's won she's won two six hundreds, one at the Gardens and one at Gosford, and yep. she's won the five sixty five at Maitland. So um they they were pretty fair fool last last uh, Friday night. So I was I was pleased the way she got to the line.
0: Yep, yep. No, it was. It was a super field. It was a very good field. she beat. yeah, yeah. And um, she was the smallest one out of the lot of them too at 26 <laughs> kilos. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, very good. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Greyhound Girl podcast and for your ongoing support of not only this podcast but of Greyhound Racing in general. Remember, you can follow Dimity at the Greyhound Girl on Facebook. Bye.